Prince Audio presents the unabridged recording of How to Ditch Your Fairy by Justine Labalestiere, performed by Kate Atkinson. Note to readers. How to Ditch Your Fairy isn't set in Australia or the United States of America, but in an imaginary country, perhaps a little in the future that might be an amalgam of the two. Like both those countries, it has an east coast and a west coast, and there are islands too. But no one eats apple pie or Vegemite sandwiches, and they play cricket as well as baseball. Chapter 1. Killer Top. Days walking, 60. Demerits, 4. Conversations with Steffi? Five. My spoffs looked funny in the top, which is odd, because my spoffs are tiny. I pulled the top up and tried to push them back where they belonged. Didn't work. Somehow, the top was pushing my right spoff under my armpit and my left towards my neck. I wasn't entirely used to having spoffs. I'm only 14 and the lumps on my chest only started happening six months ago, and, like I said, they're tiny. Mum says having any at all at my age is lucky, except that all my friends have them. Anyway, up till now, they'd shown no indication of straying far from my chest. Your fairy hates me, I said to my best friend, Rochelle. No, she doesn't, Rochelle said, admiring herself in the dressing room mirror. The little black dress she was trying on looked perfect. Her spoffs were where they were supposed to be, not migrating to other parts of her body. The black brought out the gold in her eyes, which was strange, seeing as how there's not any gold in black. Maybe her fairy was leaking dust. Your rentals won't let you wear that, I told her. Her parents were strict about Rochelle's clothes being suitably becoming. I pulled off the spoff-destroying top, I stared at it. It looked like a top. Two sleeves, a sweetheart neckline, straight seams. The material wasn't even stretchy. How had it attacked me like that? It's not that short. I looked at Rochelle in the dress. It managed to cover most of her thighs, but Rochelle is vastly tall, and dresses on her always seem shorter than they really are. Yeah, but it's that low. You'll be shopping grounded again. No, I won't. Rochelle hoiked up the top of her dress, disappearing all spoffage. See? I'll wear it like this in front of the rentals, and Dad'll think it doesn't reflect badly on him and won't say a word. Mum never notices what I'm wearing unless she thinks it's disgraceful. She struck a pose in front of the mirror, shoulders back, chest out, Rochelle is not spoff slacking, and fingers splayed like a fancy dancer. Anyway, it's only $20. What? I exclaimed, though it wholly figured. You'd think I'd have stopped being surprised years ago. Those dresses are all $200. Rochelle reached around to dig out the tag hanging down her back and awkwardly held it out while turning so that I could see it. The tag was tattered and heavily crossed out. I peered closer. The top crossed out amount said $200, then $150, then $100, all the way down to the very edge of the ticket where it said in teeny tiny, dare I say fairy, writing, 
damaged. Twenty dollars only. I sighed. Where's the damage then? The silk of the dress shone, exuding an aura of unwrinkled, never been worn beforeness. I couldn't even see a stray piece of thread. The top I'd just removed had several. The tag said seventy-five dollars. It was not reduced. Isn't any? Rochelle was staring at herself in the mirror, not smiling, but looking deeply satisfied. Your fairy never lets you down, does she? Rochelle nodded. Yes, she does. She didn't do anything for that top of yours. She picked it up, turned it over, picked off another thread. I was so sure this would look fantabulous on you. I like her best when she works for you too. You know, I read in Stars Weekly that our Tui says that fairies work best for.